So we're recording. Is that recording? We're ready to go. So, how did you end up here? You're listening to Blank on Blank, where lost interviews come to life. Distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, PRX.org. I'm David Gerlach. Sometimes when you're a print journalist and you're writing a profile, a feature, you get some really good access to someone. Instead of just 20 minutes on the phone, a rushed conversation, you can spend a few hours, even a whole night out with the person you're interviewing. And the conversations, they become quite casual and often quite candid. So, um, I've never been better than anyone at pool before. Hey, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> I'm not. I'll probably fuck up. That's writer and author Thomas Beller. He's playing pool with actress Christina Ricci. The back and forth was recorded on cassette tape. Ricci was barely 18 when they kicked around New York City back in the late 1990s. She was just entering the public eye, and she was already game for a good quote, and sometimes a very blunt quote. It's just the most ridiculous thing I could imagine. These people who believe in God actually think that God cares if we say fuck. You know what I mean? Christina Ricci's managed to stay in the public eye since this interview, and that's no easy feat. In total, over the past two decades, she's been in nearly 50 films. She's appeared on Broadway. Anyway, it's really something um, to listen to Thomas Beller's interview. You get to be this fly on the wall. It's a long night out with a seemingly fearless yet vulnerable young actress. And we've decided to just bring you bits and pieces of what she had to say that night. It's a glimpse at a personality. And we begin with Christina Ricci frankly talking about her past struggles with anorexia. The scene, a crowded restaurant. This is Blank on Blank. If you see now, you probably know that I was really anorexic at the time. So I look like a walking skeleton in a way. Which is half why I was so scary to all the other girls because I was just really mad. I didn't know that you'd gone through that period of time. Yeah. What's that all about? You surely overlooked the anorexic now. <laughs> I don't know. It was like a phase. Well, everything's a phase. Yeah, yeah. Everything is a phase. Um, I don't know. I just always felt that I would be complete. No one could ever fuck with me or make me feel bad if I was really thin, because then they would have nothing to make fun of me about. You know? How thin, how low did your weight get? I was like 75 pounds, and the same height I am now. I was really skinny. It was kind of scary. And I have kind of a big head, so I look kind of like E.T. There's <laughs> just like these two big eyes and then like nothing here, like hollow cheeks and like this tiny, like my neck. I never knew you could lose weight in your neck. My neck was like the width of my arm right there. It was really weird. The conversation later jumps to a controversy that Ricci had stirred up around this time. It came during another interview she gave. She had joked about incest being cool. Now, years later, she would become a spokesperson for a national anti-sexual assault organization. But at this time, back then, she was still realizing the power of sarcasm when you're in the public eye. So what, do you ever see this interview you gave in the, uh, in the face? Do you see that? That's the one I got in trouble for. Yeah? Why? What did you say? Because in the incest thing? Yeah, you said you were really into incest. Yeah, I got in trouble for that. Even though I was being sarcastic. You in trouble for it? What do you mean? I got yelled at. By? My agents. What did they say? Well, that was the whole thing where they said to me, like, imagine some little girl who's getting raped by her father or her brother and sees this and thinks, like, I shouldn't really be upset about this. 
which I think is wrong. I think it's, you know, I don't really believe in incest. It's just sort of like... I feel bad that, like... You more know, fun and easier to say that. I feel bad that I got you after, like, already, like, the weird, like, spin control ideas, like, coming down on you, and you're, like, going to be, you know, that's... No, believe me, I'm still, like... Personal. Yeah, I still, I mean, I'm not, like, at that point where I won't talk about anything risque. No. It's just, like, certain things I shouldn't talk about anymore. I can move on to other things that are equally, (laughs) are going to get me into equal amounts of trouble. Like what? I don't know, like, I already talked about my pussy a couple times in this interview. Just once. (laughs) Twelve. So the last outtake we have from this interview occurs when Bella and Richie, they're on the street. They've left the restaurant when he asks her about her car. It's parked outside. It's a 67 Ford Falcon Futura station wagon. It's turquoise and sparkly. So let me get this straight, though. You brought this huge car that you couldn't drive that was totally awesome and has like a 12-word title to it. Yeah, and awesome. And I got my license. I bought it before I had my license. I got my license. And I drove around, but it was really old, and we got all this work done on it, but um, the brakes, like my legs, first of all, my legs are too short, and secondly, I'm not strong enough, because you have to hold it, like hold the brake down when you stop, like, it's and not you have automatic. to press on them like a half mile before you're going to stop. <laughs> this so, is a huge behemoth car. Oh yeah, it's really heavy. So the first time you're driving it, like you're trying to brake and you're freaking out and clutching yeah, the steering wheel. Really, That's actress Christina Ricci back in 1999 talking about anorexia, a controversy over incest, and her 1967 Ford Falcon Futura. Thanks to Thomas Beller for bringing us this interview. Uh, The interview was actually a foundation for a cover story he wrote for Spin Magazine. Beller's also authored several books. Please check out all of his work at thomasbeller.com. Thanks to Jeffrey Allen Jones for our sound logo and for all the journalists, interviewers, nonfiction authors, doc filmmakers out there. We want to hear your lost interviews. So drop us a line to interviews at blankonblank.org. Blank on Blank is distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, prx.org. That's all for now. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening.